podcast hell yeah man i appreciate you being here i mentioned on the last episode of course yeah, i appreciate you having me sit the little tea you know what i'm saying um <laughs> i'd mentioned on the last episode that i was gonna have you on to speak about fatherhood so you're about to be a father and probably <laughs> any day now it sounds like right uh yeah man i mean honestly like um i had convinced myself it was going to happen before thanksgiving um mm. now like i'm for sure it's going to happen this week i think her due date's technically like a week from today okay and today's um, november yeah, man, 30th by the way uh yeah so we're basically just kind of on baby watch like we're in that window where it could just drop at any moment and we'll just have to like jump in the car and ride out. So, uh, yeah, man, it's both exciting and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> well, yeah. So this will be your first kid. Um, I think I mentioned that. So what have you been doing, you know, to prepare mentally, you guys been like baby proof in the house or what's, what's the deal around there? Yeah, man. Um, well, it's been a couple kind of different stages, you know, for the longest time, it seemed like it was super just like far off um and then like it was never gonna happen (laughs) yeah or it was just like you know we like we knew that um she was pregnant but like her belly wasn't really showing or just kind of like a little bit and it's like things hadn't really start to like kick in and then um like a month or two ago like um maybe a little bit longer than that but her belly just like blew up and like she started getting all these yeah, like different like uh, symptom or not symptoms, but like different um, kind of things going on with her body. And it just kind of reinforced like, oh, shit, this is like happening. Real deal. Very Real soon. deal. Holy <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. So like you never realize how many like sharp corners and stuff like that you have just like hanging out around your house until you go like looking for them. Um, yeah. And then just like realizing all this stuff you've never had to think about before or like never had to, you know, worry about uh, getting like a changing table or like, yeah, like figuring out how to install a car seat in like a car, um, you know, just shit like you've never really had to worry about. All of a sudden, yeah, you have to it out. <laughs> what was that? I was saying, yeah, like all of a sudden you just got to kind of figure it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get fucking thrown to the wolves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, cause you're, you're an only child. Um, I don't know if you have like nieces or nephews, so I don't know if you have much like baby experience prior to this, you know what I mean? So like, what if, what if, what exactly have you guys been doing? Cause I don't have any kids, you know what I mean? I don't necessarily 
know what goes into I know bits and pieces from you know what I mean, but I need to hear from the horse's mouth. Yeah, man. I mean, um, you know, it's kind of a couple things. Like, yeah, I don't have any brothers or sisters, but fortunately, like, I got a big kind of family. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I've had the opportunity to look after a lot of, like, my, like, cousins, kids and stuff like that. Even just okay. kind of, like, you know, babysit them while, like, the adults go out to yeah. uh, dinner. And so okay. um, that's something where, you know, uh, it definitely takes, obviously, some practice, but I think I'm pretty fortunate because I'm a pretty childish dude just in general. And so a lot of times kids and I can kind of vibe out on the same sort of like cartoons, like video games and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. pretty, uh, it's, you know, it's not easy, but um, you have some kind of common ground and you can build from there. But um, yeah, I mean, it's like you said on one of your recent podcasts like I was fortunate to have a lot of like friends with kids that were like a couple years you know like a little bit older than me and so fortunately you know uh I've got a lot of friends especially like where we grew up um when like people start having kids you know yeah pretty young like fortunately you know I've got some like friends and stuff that I've been able to talk to and and lean on and kind of like people I trust to like pick their brain um because like in this you know, the age that we're living in, like you could honestly go online and buy a book that can kind of tell you like polar opposite things in terms of like what you should do to like raise your child. Like there's so many different um, kind of like educational tools or things that are like out there. So um, like the consensus that I've kind of gotten from a lot of the people I've talked to are like, you know, I can tell you the things that I went through um, and the things that I kind of experienced or learned. I guess every kid's going to be different. You're going to have a completely different experience. <laughs> yeah, with that. Yeah. And so like the, I mean, the main things that people have told me are like, um, you know, the classic, like, look, all you got to do is feed them and love them and the rest will take care of itself. And like, that's a very simplistic way yeah. to put it. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's like, um you know no two um, no two people are the same and so uh we're fortunate because we have a big kind of support system like um you know my wife's parents are both living with us right Mm -hmm. now and my parents are like a couple hours away um so they can be kind of you know down and around to help out like in a you know kind of a snap of a finger so absolutely um not to go yeah, too. Yeah, I think. You know, uh, I realized oh, okay. I, I didn't really give you an intro at all. Pat and I have known <laughs> each other since high school. Um, we yeah. both went to high school with each other up near Jacksonville, Florida, but he's now living in the Oakland, California area. Um, yes, sir. With and I, I, I was going to ask you also about Keiko's parents living with you guys. I'm sure that's mm-hmm. going to be a big help once the kid comes and everything. For sure. And then your parents recently moved out to Reno, which I completely forgot about till you just said that. <laughs> so that's, that'll definitely, yeah, that'll help as well. Um, I guess that's a blessing in disguise, but yeah, I just wanted to give Pat a quick intro. <laughs> been my boy for fucking many, many years, been through hell and back with this motherfucker right here. Um, but yeah, back to it. So, but I guess that, that gets us to living with suegra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah man uh having me suegros around is uh is definitely come in handy like yeah. um i was just talking to um um 
just talking to my parents actually recently and they were like, you know, we can come down and help with like laundry or things like that. And Keiko and I are like, honestly, we haven't done the laundry in months. Got it like, covered. <laughs> it's been so helpful with um, like both uh, her mom and her dad in town because uh -huh. um, they kind of have like, it's this Venn diagram of responsibilities where like Keiko's mom will, you know, especially in like the times that we're in now, she's constantly like, disinfecting packages like cleaning the floors cleaning mm -hmm. the house like making sure it doesn't get like super dirty and stuff like that and then she's always yeah like doing laundry like cooking like trying to help out like do stuff because um you know Keiko and I uh we're working you know on our day jobs for a lot of the you know throughout most of the day and so unfortunately we're not we don't have a lot of the time to do a lot of the prep stuff that we need um so she's helpful with that and then uh you know now that her dad's here he's you know i think completely re-landscaped the entire house um we have oh, yeah. uh, 10 chickens in our backyard and so yeah. he's completely like rebuilt and reconfigured like the whole chicken coop we've got this garden that's like popping in the backyard and then we've got a nine-month-old puppy that legitimately we bought a right. week before right. we before. Found out yeah right i was pregnant i remember getting both of those texts how excited you were about the dog and then dude you're never going to believe this uh, <laughs> yeah. talk about timing yeah that that shit hits you fast um but yeah he loves dogs and so like he's always like taking them on walks he's actually like out in the backyard playing with them right now nice. so it's like one of those things where um yeah you know we're really like fortunate to have the the support system that we have and like the people around us that can help because like it really does like they say it takes a village like you know yeah i've never had kids before from what i can gather like it's fucking hard dude and so yeah like, the more people you have around to help um especially people that have like been there and done that before um then like you know that can't hurt yeah. And um, like you said, you and I both currently not having kids, you know, seeing other people do it, even in that little time span that we're there, it's like, oh, man, that's rough. And it's like, now you're living that 24 <laughs> seven. It's not just yeah, that small window yeah. peek into it anymore. It's your life. Well, yeah, but I'm sure it's also different. Like if it's your kid, as opposed to if it's someone else. Oh, no, absolutely. Like, you know, Again, we're fortunate, I think, to be where we're at in our life. We're like, um, you know, again, you know, we've had some friends that have had kids that are, you know, a lot, a lot younger. And so, like, I'm comfortable where, like, I know how to make, like, a budget and, like, how to, you know, like, be an adult or at least a, act as a functioning adult. Um, as opposed to, like, if I was having <laughs> to figure out how to take care of a kid and, like, figure out how to take care of myself at the same time, like, I'd be, I'd be much more nervous, but like, bro, having taken care of some of our drunk ass friends, sometimes, like if I can babysit them, like I can handle a kid, you know, I'll I mean? be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You and Keiko, I'm sure I'll hold it down. Yeah, for sure, dude. She's going to be like the, the most dopest Peruvian tiger mom. So like we're, we're going to be set. Word. And I know you know the gender of the baby, but I was going to ask um, if you had a preference, like before you found out if you were kind of leaning either way, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I'd probably say 
I'd probably be lying if I say I didn't want like a boy, but that's sure. partly because like I'm I was a boy and so I knew <laughs> yes. I knew how to <laughs> you, um, yeah, you know the ropes. I know yeah, I know how that shit works. <laughs> uh and so like having grown up with a mom that has four sisters, three sisters, and then um like my wife has four or five aunts. Like I just grew up with these horror stories of like four or five women around the same age, like all growing up in the same house at the same time. And it just sounded like a war zone. Yeah. And I need was to like, add some more men to the family. No, I want no part of that. Until, yeah. um, but again, man, like, you know, um, being in the time that we're in. And again, I do live in the, the Bay Area. So I might be a little more out there than some of your listeners, but like, we know like the sex of the baby that like when he'll be born, but like, you know, at some point, um, like they might reach an age where, um, if they're coming to terms with their like identity where it's like, they might, uh, things could change. Yeah. And so like, again, you know, at the end of the day, like I'm really looking forward to someone to, like watch like football with like i think i i, told I know yeah i know you're gonna get him into soccer <laughs> yeah bro he's gonna be doing dribbling drills by the time he can walk um so yeah like i'm looking forward to doing stuff like that but honestly at the end of the day like um like i just want to be happy and healthy yeah, absolutely like, um you know i'm sure it sounds like cheesy but like i remember Like, yeah, I mean, I played soccer my whole life and like before I was born and my dad knew fuck all about soccer. Like Mm -hmm. he was all about like baseball, you know, stuff like that. Um, And so I remember being like, hey, I'm I'm sorry. Like at some point um, I was like, hey, I'm sorry that I never got into like the things that you were really into. Like I know you wanted me to play baseball and all this stuff and it didn't work out. So like you know, I'm sorry that I didn't follow what you were passionate about. And he's like, honestly, I just love like the look on your face when you like, you know, score a goal or do whatever, like you look so happy. And like, that's all, um, you know, I want for you to do is, is be happy. And so like, now I get a kick out of him sending me little, like, you know, Liverpool texts or whatever, whenever they play and like realize like how far he's come from like, you know, knowing what offsides was and like things. (laughs) Yeah. To school him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So no, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, I did also want to ask you about how you guys feel about having your first kid in the middle of a pandemic, especially living yeah, out in the Bay, you know? Yeah. I mean, for the, for a while, the Bay was doing pretty well. I think things are kind of, um, getting a little hot over here right now, but, um, I mean, it's kind of, you know, there's positives and and negatives to it. Like, excuse me. I think it's um, like, I think it's shitty. I haven't been able to be in a single like ultrasound or anything like that, like the entire time. Cause out here you're not allowed into the hospital unless you're the person with the, um, like with the appointment. So Mm -hmm. like I've legit, you know, driven up, dropped her off out front and then gone and parked around the corner. And she's like FaceTimed me or like video called me through WhatsApp. And I've just sat there and like 
looked at the screen on like a little screen yeah. while fucking like messengers are like whizzing by and like flicking people off and you know it's just like <laughs> that's crazy it's a weird yeah it's a weird kind of vibe and then at the same time like you know we were doing a bunch of classes with the hospital and um we re well, you know, they're telling us that basically you have to have a mask on the entire time that like someone else is in the room with you. So like mm-hmm. the entire time that like things are happening, like we're going to have to have like masks on, which I think is really weird and obviously not ideal. Um, but, but, you know, the other thing I think um, is kind of shitty is like, I remember when like our, friend's kid was born and yeah, like Shane. that was like that was like a yeah yeah, yeah. shout out to shane um to that shane. was like a, yeah um it was like a party dude like everyone like came in town like everyone went to the hospital like all his family was there like all mm. of her, her family was there um and it was just like this whole like vibe it was like kind of like a, a mini welcome like, welcome to the world party yeah like a bunch <laughs> of people get together and just celebrate yeah um, and so that was like a memory that always really like stuck out in my head of like, yeah, yeah like, I, you know, like I love something like that or like, you know, I know we're all kind of, you know, spread out, but like, you know, somehow like all the boys come together and you can kind of celebrate and it's like a big thing. And like, obviously that's not happening now. Like she can basically bring one person with her um which will be me and then um we think um that she's also going to be able to bring her mom with her as her doula <laughs> um Medulla so like, oblongata? Uh, <laughs> something like that um what's a doula yeah, i don't know what that is so it's like a birth coach so it's like she's not there not at, like a midwife sort of uh like not really um because i I mean granted i don't really know what a midwife is either (laughs) well um my aunt is actually shout out shout out my aunt kathy um she's a midwife um kathy yeah um so that's a that's actually been a bonus so like if we've ever gotten really like sketched out about anything we've always been to like you know text her or something like that and she'll be like no you're fine um like she's the person that i used to call in college and be like on kathy i swallowed a quarter am i gonna be okay she's like yeah you're fine uh just slow down (laughs) stop drinking liquor (laughs) (laughs) yeah or like slow down when you're playing quarters (laughs) um but uh but yeah so she's been able to, to help and stuff like that but like a midwife is more like medically inclined like from like she has her own like patients that she handles their like birth and all this stuff a doula is just kind of like from what i understand like an emotional support person like someone who's there to help like kind of not necessarily coach you through it in terms of help like with the transition kind of like yeah just kind of be there to be like breathe therapist okay. like, almost yeah again <laughs> just like a, just like a non-medical support person so okay. it's like she can't be like you know like making like give her more medicine or you know make any decisions or things like that she's just kind of there to help with you know being there for the person or um yeah just like to help with the vibe of the room in case she just like turns on me i can i can dip out of there and then you know her mom can take over so uh, yeah that's true but yeah that's the that's the other thing man like it's all the little things that go into it that you don't really think about like we had to figure out you know 
we've never been to the hospital that we're I'm going to go to because it's the like we both work in the city and so mm-hmm. for the longest time our the you know Kaiser the medical center we've gone to has been the one in the city um, but now that we're out here in the East Bay um, like East we're going to go to the, you, you we're going to go to the one closest to us so um shout out oakland medical center the birthplace of the current uh vice president elect kamala harris shout um, out oakland so, medical center you were yeah <laughs> um so um baby boy is going to be born there nice. um but like we had to figure out what parking lot to go to what door to go to like um and map then it out to there, a t you got to learn the layout. You got to get the lay of the yeah. land. You got to know where all the vending machines are. You got to know where the cafeteria is. Because um, if, you know, Keiko says, you know, I want Jello stat. I can't be wandering around on the wrong floor trying to figure out, you know, heads or tails. But, Where's the tapioca? Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, so, yeah, it's just like little shit like that. But um, to bring it back to your original question, I think one of the few positives that there are of having a kid in the middle of like a pandemic um, is that uh, even when I go like back to work, so like um, California has a pretty generous uh, like work from home policy in terms of paternity and maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know, talking with like um, some of my friends uh, like back in like, you know, Florida, Georgia around there, like, it's just like a couple weeks whereas out here you got like close to like a couple months you know what i mean um but even when i go back to work like i'm still gonna be like 10 feet away from where i would be if i'm not working you know what yeah. i mean i'll still be like working from home so. yeah absolutely that's you know silver linings well yeah because i mean yeah just the pandemic and then having a newborn baby in that environment definitely stays home, stay home as long as you can. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and like, I mean, you know, we're pretty much homebodies as it is. So it's yeah. not like it's going to be a big interruption to our, um, whatever. Like, it's not like we were going out like dancing and like, you know, clubbing and stuff every weekend, but like, um, yeah. Uh, fortunately, you know, we work in an industry that, the last you know, eight months or whatever it is have proven like you don't have to physically be there to do your job. Mm-hmm. So like there's already been, um, you know, proof of concept basically that you can work completely remotely into your job. So like there's been a couple people that have already moved to like different places. So that's something where, um, you know, even yeah, after we come back to work, like you can be, we can be super cautious with actually physically coming back into the office. Cause like, you know, we don't have to be there. We've already proven come that. Come on. Rook want to say hi. Oh man. Bing, bing, bing. So jealous. What up little Rook? She's got a haircut looking fresh. You know what I mean? Yeah, now nah, she just wants to play. I'm fucking busy Rook. <laughs> <laughs> um, no yeah i mean I th- i'm sure everything is is gonna turn out fine with all that stuff you know what i mean because i know you guys play it play it safe play it smart yeah man i mean that's the one thing like when like right after we found out um that she was pregnant well you know the lockdown had already happened out here um so we were already like completely staying at home but like 
um, yeah, it's been one of those things where even as other people have just like uh, kind of relaxed or kind of got more comfortable with like quarantine life and like going out and doing stuff like that, like it's been really easy for us to just be like, you know, can't, you know, can't risk it. So, um, yeah, absolutely not. And by now, like, bro, we got a system down, like between the four of us, like we're, we're Gucci, man. You know what I mean? Gucci, man. Speaking of which, you see that versus? Uh, I did. I saw bits and pieces of it. I couldn't couldn't stick around for the whole thing, but, um, yeah, man, it got, uh, kind of weird at parts. (laughs) Yeah, to say the least. I just I know you were a little more into the Atlanta hip hop than me. That's why I asked. Yeah. Well and um like there was a I think at the very beginning, uh, didn't Stacey Abrams come out and like have a, a shout out about like signing up for the the recount? I must have missed that part. I think it was at the beginning, but there was a moment where I was like like what is how, happening right how now? are these three people in the same room? But uh, no, it was tight, man. Did you see the the recent um, what was it two nights ago the Tyson Jones Jr. fight? I did not. Um, we were up in St. Augustine for Thanksgiving, and we were out yep. actually yep. that night, so I missed it. I, I I completely forgot it was happening until like ten o'clock that night. Yeah, it was. Uh, you watched it. The, yeah, I had, dude, I was talking to um, Keiko's dad about, I was talking to me suegro about it, and yeah. he was like, Mike Tyson's fighting tonight, and I was like, yeah, do you want to watch it? And he's a man that, like, doesn't show a lot of, like, emotion, or whenever it's like, yeah, what do you want to Super there? excited. Like, yeah, whatever you want. And he was like, yeah, I want to watch that. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. For sure getting it then. Um, oh, yeah. The, the Jake Paul and Nate Robinson fight was maybe the worst boxing match I've ever seen that, in my life. I keep life. hearing more about that one than anything. Well, it was like, if you looked at the tail of the tape, it's like one dude is taller and has like his arms are like six inches longer. And like the first, I don't know, round, what was it like two rounds, maybe like the first minute of it, they just, it was like literally like two dudes scrapping in the like street, man, or like in the schoolyard, like Bar they fight. just run at each other and like lock up, like throw a couple of haymakers. And then one dude would chart, like they were trying to put each other in the headlocks and stuff, man. It was wild. And what then- the hell? Uh, like Nate, like I think he was wearing basketball shoes, dude. He was wearing Jordans, and so he just charged him. He wasn't and, wearing Nates, yeah. The Robinson threes, uh, I think it was Gator color. Um, Jordan, yeah, yeah. But, I saw uh, some clips. He looked like he was wearing Nick colors. Well, he used to I think play for the a- Knicks, or didn't he? uh yeah he did i mean i think there's been a lot of debate about what color sneakers he's wearing so i don't think anybody wants to claim it i'm also colorblind so true i I didn't know you were too i know your brother is yeah but yeah, like Jake Paul literally just put his head down and then like punched him in the forehead and just like caught him i saw the knockout footage yeah but it's one of those things dude if you put jake paul in the ring with a 50 year old tyson he will knock jake paul the fuck out like oh absolutely I mean, Tyson's knocking out 90% of people with two feet. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like Jones Jr. played it pretty smart because he would like run in and like just pop him once and then like kind of run away away. and like run back. So it was like, it was kind of a, I mean, it was pretty apparent it was two 50-year-old dudes. But I mean, 
I think Snoop Dogg needs to sign a contract. To, yeah, I keep hearing about that uh, too. Take all boxing matches, UFC, everything from here on out. I would watch that dude. Someone said, uh, just put him at a desk with a couple blunts on uh, Football Sunday. Yeah. Call it Green Zone. Let him <laughs> like basically do that. Like, bro, I would turn run the highlights. Yeah, but um, well, he's yeah, got man, that. It was just wild. I never thought I'd see Mike Tyson fight again and like yeah i wish i saw it bro you see some of them punches and you yeah you're like if he catches him like they said like no knockouts going into the fight but like that's yeah he's putting down anybody on two feet they tried to say no knockouts like you're supposed to stop fighting well no it's like they weren't like i don't know man the rules were like super weird the the ring was super small um and like they just kept like locking each other up but yeah it was like uh, some like eight rounds, like two minute rounds. Um, and then, yeah, it was supposed to be, um, that they weren't supposed to like try for a knockout, but dude, once you get in there and you start getting hit, like you're swinging, you know what I mean? Hmm. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It was kind of a weird event, but, um, I mean, you know, they got my money. Shit. So. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, speaking of all that shit, let's say your son decides he wants to box or like play football or a sport that he could be easily concussed. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, that is, uh, that is a, um, that's a very appropriate time to have memory loss. Uh, that is (laughs) near and dear to my heart. I actually had three concussions, um, from soccer. You played football for like one season, right? Or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got uh, one concussion from playing soccer. My worst one was probably from soccer. And then I got two other ones just from like general, like dumbassery. So, um, debauchery. Yeah, man. If I play, well, and the thing is, like, if you get one, it's just easier and easier to get them. So, Yeah. um, yeah, like, it's something that, I mean, shit, I'm 32. And like, there's already times where I like forget what I'm saying, like in the middle of a fucking sentence, or like, yeah, um, you know, little stuff where I'm, I'm kind of like, ooh, you know, that's not great to happen already. Um, but it's something where I think um, football, in particular, like American football, uh, just because there's so many alternatives. Like, um, you know, again, I got my concussion playing playing soccer so um you know you can get hurt doing that you can get hurt doing anything that's true um i think like the reason i didn't play football as a kid was because i actually had a an uncle um actually part of the the namesake of one of my kids middle name shout out my uncle marty um he was a football coach growing up and so he told me like don't play don't play peewee football because they don't teach you how to tackle properly and so that's how you get a lot of injuries with kids like putting their head down and like Mm -hmm. fucking up or like working out when they're um you know too young and then it kind of like stunts their growth um, yeah i've heard about that for sure yeah i mean speaking of dude did you see nate robinson as a kid he was ripped no i didn't um, so yeah anyways um <laughs> but uh but yeah so he's like play soccer up until like you can play flag football things like that but play soccer up until you get to high school and then you'll have built up a bunch of like lower body strength um and then when you get to high school, switch to football and like, you know, everyone playing football, they just work on their upper body. And so you'll be like way ahead of the game. Um, so I played soccer my whole life, got to high school. 
I was already dope at soccer and the football coaches were, you know, a little intense. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to switch sports now. Yeah. Football is just a different (laughs) world. Um, So, yeah, like uh, I think I would be a little bit more open to it. Maybe when he's older, when he's like, can make his own kind of decision. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, uh, you definitely have to run that by uh, Keiko. I think Mm -hmm. she's, one with the real final decision um but you know yeah if he gets like 16 17 and he really wants to maybe him and i can figure something out but um you know again i think right now like there's so many things out there that he can do um and like that was something that i really enjoyed as like a, a kid i got to play like every sport like i played hockey, baseball, lacrosse, basketball, um, you know, flag football, soccer, like um, tennis, uh, you know, wrestling. So it's like I got to try out a bunch of little stuff um, and kind of figure out what I liked and then just stick with that. So um, that's something where, um, you know, even though I'm going to make him – you know, sit down and watch all my Liverpool games, my Florida State games with me. Um, you know, I won't subject him to the Bears necessarily, but, you know, I want to, you know, introduce him to everything. Um, you know, Flyers, Braves, um, and then, let, like, let him make his decision. But at the same time, like, you have no idea what he's going to be into, man. And so, yeah. you know, I got to try and – politely be like hey this stuff's really cool like you should become you know uh you should like this stuff but at the same time you should like like this yeah yeah like you know you never know what's gonna happen so um yeah like with the amount uh that he like kicks and moves around and stuff in Keiko's belly he's either gonna be a soccer player or um you know he's either gonna be the next you know star on RuPaul's Drag Race so it's gonna be like like, honestly either way he goes dude I'll be his biggest fan and I'll support him, you know, to the hilt. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. No, I I was going to ask you that too, actually. So I'm glad you brought that up. Basically just like whether you were going to shove all the stuff you like down his throat or kind of just let him, you know what I mean? Figure it out. No, I mean, I don't know. Like I'll definitely introduce him to it. I mean, like I steer him towards this. I already bought him a Liverpool soccer ball and he's got his (laughs) few onesies and stuff like that so like you know i'm gonna do my best yeah um but at the same time like at some point you know when he gets old enough to um you know verbalize his thoughts and speak for himself if he's like hey i don't really like this i'm not gonna be like you know no yes you do it's gonna be like All right, he's man. like go gators what do you like i'm gonna be like get the fuck out <laughs> like yo you've been talking to your your uncle shane your uncle listen Eric? Uh, <laughs> we're done um i mean i don't know dude that's what happened with uh that's what happened with um peanut and frosty like their parents went to met at fsu went to fsu their older brother went to fsu mm. and then they both flipped it and went to flip the script on them yeah sometimes um, you just gotta pave your own path man yeah man i don't like i wouldn't um you know, I wouldn't begrudge him as long as he doesn't do it, you know, maliciously, like seek out the rival of these teams and be like, I'm going to root for them. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, you know, maybe he's super into underwater basket weaving or something. Who who even knows that that's the thing is that's like right, right now I can't even fathom what's going to be popular in 
15 years or whatever, like highlights yeah. make a comeback. And Some I'm shit like, we never heard of. I'm like, yeah, it'd be just like my dad, like just figuring this shit out at the fly. Like, all right, well, what do you mean competitive backgammon? Like, how does this shit work? So I actually, like, my dad literally just taught me how to play backgammon this past weekend. <laughs> <that is laughs> no bullshit. Thanksgiving with your family shit for sure. Dude. Yeah. Well, because we got limited games up at the house too. You know what I mean? Yeah. He bust out I mean, this old ass leather briefcase, opened it up, and it was a thing of backgammon. I was just like, "Yo, let's go." That is that's one step from like shuffleboard, man. Backgammon is some serious Basically. retirement, bro. It's good. Well, especially in that view, y'all got man. That's you know, you could spend your vacation a lot worse. You know well, I mean? that he was. I didn't. I didn't realize he was saying it's like it was an old game that was developed back in Mesopotamia. Like what the fuck? That's this been around for fucking ever, dude. I did not know that, man. That's that's uh, that's super old. Cause I knew like I like to play chess, and I know that's I mean a couple thousand years old, and I believe it was originated is either China or India. I don't remember which one, but Mesopotamia isn't even you know what I mean like cradle of fucking civilization. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like fucking a dude. I guess man. they're just playing with little pebbles and sticks or whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to look into that. It makes sense. Well, yeah, interesting. It's an interesting game. Yeah, you're dropping knowledge, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> um, is Keiko in there? I wanted her to pop that belly in. Uh, yeah. Keiko. You don't have to show your face if you don't want to. Just show them how far along you are. <laughs> Just popped in like a hot air balloon. <laughs> how you feeling, Cakes? You ready? I've been ready for a month already. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You I'm guys ready. are. I'm ready to go back to. To quote her earlier today, I'm ready to get this old motherfucker out of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get this demon, baby. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh yeah man bro, it's, it's like a watermelon yeah bro right? for real like any day i wish uh i wish we could have timed this up a little bit better whenever she has gets a craving for some sweets whenever that stuff hits her belly like it's like, it's like some alien shit man starts like, going wild like, in there hands like <laughs> i need like, this it's like chocolate yeah. fiend yeah it's it's wild <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like that. yeah, some real. <laughs> That's real hilarious. Face effects shit, but um, yeah, man, it's almost there. You see the light yeah, at the end of the tunnel. It's getting ready to pop, man. So yeah, he's being lazy. Every yeah, well, I mean, I was two weeks late, so um, yeah. Yeah, you know me, man. I always like to sleep in. If I'm huh? warm, if I'm warm and cozy somewhere, I'll have to Fuck get it, that right? out. Oh like, uh, yeah. I will be relaxing like, here for a little while. Yeah. I'm, I'm chill. I'm comfy. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I was like two weeks late. They had to induce my mom. Yeah. Um, excuse me. So, um, yeah, we're going to go. Yeah. A week from today on her due date, we're going to go again and they're going to do a little ultrasound and like, um, y'all might not have been able to tell from the, you know, from the belly or from the audio only listeners, my wife is uh, five foot flat on her tippy toes. Yeah, it's pretty so, small. Um, I am uh, 
like 5'10, 5'11. So uh, I was I was a nine pound, 10 ounce baby. And so when I told Keiko's doctor that, she's like, I'm not letting this baby get that big. If he's not already here on your due date, like he's coming. Bring him out. Bring him out. Bring him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, if he's not here by Monday, then they're going to set a date and he's going to be here by then. And so, he'll be here. If he's not here, we'll make him be here. <laughs> yeah. If he's not, if he's not coming, he's coming. So that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, man. We have, you know, it's this weird kind of time where literally things could pop like at any moment. Like every time I hear her make like a noise or be like, you know, oof. Um, I think like it's go time. Yeah, yeah. It so be. She'll be like, no, he's moments just away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where there's, so there's no set date of where it can happen, mm-hmm. but there's a set end date of like, it will happen by this time. Yeah, no, for so sure. That's like the weirdest thing is like not necessarily knowing when it'll happen, but just knowing like, Oh shit. In two weeks, I'm going to be, you know, well, you, I'm sure you guys um, aren't opposed to him coming early. Not too no, early. Bro, I like, uh, I would have bet that he would have been here. If you'd have asked me midway through November, I would have bet you. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I would have bet a irresponsible amount of money that he would be here by Thanksgiving. And so he was going like, to be the Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, we're both, uh, we were both been convinced like, oh, it's this week. Oh, it's, oh, I think it's tomorrow. I think it's this week, whatever. And we'll talk to the doctor and she'll be like, no, don't worry. You know, he's going to take his time. He'll do this. But like, you know, uh, just Kago keeps mentioning like the way her body like feels or the way it seems to be changing. Mm. Um, and it's one of those things where like, you know, again, I'm convinced like, yo, this shit's happening this week. So, um, so yeah, it's, and that's the, that's the weird thing from like, you know, again, doing work, like think about, you know, on any given day in your job, you could just get this call from Ruka that's like, yo, it's time. And then you yo. just got to stop everything you're doing for like, you know, at least a week or two. Yeah. And then like just being in this weird moment where like you don't want to you don't know what to work on or like what to you know try and prioritize because you have no fucking idea how much time you've got before you just got to be like deuces. So um, yeah, dude, it's this weird like in between space where you're constantly ready and then never kind of knowing you know what what is going to happen. Yeah. Well, and it's, yeah, it's even crazier just because I'm pretty sure this will be, you know, the most impactful thing of your life. Yeah, bro. Like things will never be. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, exactly. So it's not, it's not just like, you know, you ordered like some, you know, sweet, like set of like shoes or something like that. And you're like, Oh, the Amazon package could get dropped off. Like at any moment, like this is going to be great. It's like at any moment, your life will change for the rest of your life. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, That's okay, what's crazy, I'm just going to sit here and concentrate on FIFA knowing that at any point, like my life can just be radically different. Like, as soon as I get that call. Yeah. So it's, you know, one of those things where, yeah, it's kind of wild. No, and that's why, I mean, you and I were talking off air about doing this, 
to kind of document this is the pre you know the pre ordeal and then once everything happens and you guys are settled in we'll definitely check back in you know what i mean see if you pulled your fucking beard hair out yet (laughs) yeah that's the thing where like right now i'm all like confident like yo like my in-laws are here my parents are here like my wife's dope like we're cool don't worry about it blah 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 you know I'm going to talk to you in whatever it is. Yeah, bro. Head's going to be shaved. Beard's going to be shaved. We're like, dude. Face like, covered in just I like. I had it fucked up. It's like, bro, I should have read more books, man. I don't know what I was thinking, bro. So, um, yeah, dude. You know, fortunately, uh, you know, we can document this. And um, I would love to see it or like watch the before and be like that naive, naive. motherfucker. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, I appreciate you giving me the platform to come on and um, share my, I guess, what people will call words of wisdom with your listeners. And maybe uh, in the interim, um, you should solicit. I would love to see if people have questions for like things I expected or didn't expect or what I've learned. If any of your listeners have questions. Yeah, for like new fathers and stuff. Or maybe advice. Anybody out there who's had kids recently maybe got a couple gems to drop on you. Yeah, honestly, I welcome all uh, help and advice. (laughs) If it's an invitation, y'all got hand-me-down clothes, like, you know. Send it through. Got you. Got old expired breast milk. Fuck it, we out here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't send that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fucking around. Um, but yeah, man, we're at like 45 minutes. So yeah. we can wrap it up for the first fatherhood episode with Pat. Um, but as you know, stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy. And stay yeah. yeah much love pat i appreciate you bro we're definitely gonna have you back on appreciate you bro thanks for having me man you're the fucking man peace Take care, man. The don't have to go home. You just can't stay here, I. Right? Peace. 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 Peace.